episode 94 Woo! wow four more episodes and we're at 100 five six four oh i'm not a mathematician no you <laughs> certainly are not <laughs> isaiah and i were looking up dates concert dates in europe earlier today and he's like 26 out of 10 he was like what month is 26 and i was like isaiah it's flipped backwards it's october 25th But yeah, but... Where's your kazoo? You need a... Oh, here he is. (laughs) 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 All right, anyway. Well, welcome to the newest episode of Whistle Twerk, uh, episode 94. It was Halloween. Happy Halloween, Isaiah. And I didn't do anything. Did you? I went to a Halloween party. I dressed up as Rosie the Riveter. I kind of half-assed it because I was going to do Lucy. And I did dress up as Lucy. We took the pictures. Right. And we posted it on our Instagram. Nailed it. But that was yesterday. You didn't... You should have dressed up as Lucy for the party. I know, but that would have taken five hours for me to get ready. And you did my makeup as Lucy. Like, it wouldn't have been the same thing. Yeah. So I just tied a little red bow in my hair and put on a denim shirt and called myself Rosie the Riveter and put on some sneaks and I was good to go. <laughs> oh shit. I can't you get start. Wild. I can't start this already. I haven't even taken a sip. But you had a shot before. <sighs> Alright. Um I didn't do anything for Halloween. Well we hung out last night, our usual. You know, we got drunk. Um my new roommate has officially moved in. Yes, Alexa. Alexa moved in Congratulations. Her room looks beautiful. Yeah, it does. She has, what do um, I have to give her for me to lay on her bed and have it vibrate? Because um, she's got one of those vibrating beds, and I am eager to lay on that A bed. bottle of vodka and a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways. Maybe next week. Yeah, uh, it's... I'm very excited to start this new chapter, and so is she. Yeah, congratulations. Um, That's amazing. Best thanks. wishes for um, both of you. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. I just babysat... My nephews, which is why we did, couldn't record last week. Uncle Isaiah. Yeah. Um, He's the I, cool uncle. <laughs> I babysat my nephews and I said um, that lyric from the parody of Alira Rodrigo, I don't have to pee, I have to poop because ooh, when a number two. They could not stop saying it. I was <laughs> like, they better not say that in front of their parents because oh I don't want to get gosh. shit for it. Wait, what did you say to them? I don't have to pee. Cause I literally was just singing it in my like singing it out loud. And they heard you saying it, and they and were dying. Literally, laughing. um, my one nephew goes to the to the younger one. He's like, Bryce, did you hear that? He's like, what? He's like, he said, dude, I don't have to pee. I have to poo because ooh, I number two. Obviously, they didn't get the the words right. <laughs> yeah. But they kept saying it over and over and over. Oh and I was my like, god! Oh I bet god. they were cracking up. I hope they were. They were probably wondering what the hell is Uncle Isaiah singing. I was like, you gotta go. Take a shower. They're like, no. I'm like, come on. You got to go wash your coolies and your gabagoolies. <laughs> oh <laughs> I had gosh. them cracking up. They were pissing. But you also were babysitting and you had to read Britney Spears' memoir. Yes. The Woman in Me. How were you able to like navigate kids and like having to read seriously? Because I need to like focus. I was like, here's PlayStation 5. Leave me alone. <laughs> did, they, did they leave you alone? Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, they, that's good. They will play PlayStation for hours if you let them right um normally their mom gives them one hour but uncle isaiah was here and he's the cool uncle britney was here so i was like you do your thing i was literally sitting in the kitchen reading yeah. and they were playing in the living room 
Um, so domestic of you. We always have our Happy Halloweeners episode, but this time we couldn't. It was the, it's this, I mean. Life gets in the way. Britney's book came in the way. Yeah. And you know what? That's more important than Halloween. Britney's okay? book came on my face. <laughs> I couldn't get my eyeballs off of her pages. It really yeah. was riveting. Yeah. It's a masterpiece. But hold on. Um, all right. I think now it's time to Tis dive on time in. For everybody's favorite segment. The, the Britney notification, notification of the week. Yeah. yeah. The Woman in Me has been released. Wow. And I mean by the Britney book, not like the woman that's inside of me right now. <laughs> that's just, I'm a homosexual. <laughs> just wow. She really knows her target audience because I haven't read a book, Isaiah, in maybe 15 years. Yeah, same. Literally. Honestly. Like, I didn't even know books had chapters. I forgot. Oh, my God. You know what? When I read it, I... For some reason, was expecting it to be like one run-on book, but books have chapters. Even the Bible has chapters. The Bible has chapters. I forgot. And um, each chapter is about like a couple pages long. So yeah. it was a very quick read because I'm one of those that I'll like look and see how long the chapter is. And right. then I depend, I you know, I look at the time and I'm like, all right, do I have time to read it? Because I can't half-ass a chapter. Right, right, right. I got to focus or I got to start over again. And I'm a slow reader. Yeah. So it took me exactly one week to read this book. Isaiah, so it took him 12 hours. 10 hours. 10 hours. Yeah. I texted him literally 24 hours later and it was noontime. And I was like, did you finish the book yet or nah? And I got no response from Isaiah. And then two hours later, I got a text, finished it. And I was yeah, like, damn. Was, I couldn't put it down, honestly. It was yeah. so, so, so good. It's a masterpiece. Um, Very sad. Yeah. Um, It was, I thought it was a sad book. And I mean sad, like, how sad that this is the life that she has lived. I know. And But then she goes on stage and goes on screen and... Lights up. We don't even see that part of her. Yeah, you know? she just lights up completely because the spotlight is her yeah. home, it feels like, for her. Because I mean, that's all she knows. Yeah, exactly. That's And she mentions that in the book that... Um, chaos was happening in her life but she still worked because that's all she's known yeah you know it's her comfort zone very very um but it was a really good read very um and yes the chapters are very short i was like wow am i like a genius i've read like six <laughs> chapters already and it's she, been 20 minutes she knows her target audience yeah. who's reading this book right and she did a really and good it job was Meg Bo and Isaiah. Like, it was i was not gonna read a 10 page chapter i'm no, just wasn't gonna i'm do not it. gonna do it <laughs> i mean i would for britney right but um that would have been difficult that yeah. would have been a challenge and yeah. i would have had to read each chapter 10 times just to read that 10 page chapter right but um what was i gonna say yeah the book i read almost half of it in one day and I'm not even kidding. It was so draining, Isaiah. I didn't even do a post that night. And I, didn't I remember text you. the next day you. I saw you and you literally were depressed. Like, actually. I was like... like, like I the, feel like suicidal. I, I, I was. I don't know if it was the veil thinning for Halloween. The veil is thinning! Now, I'm such a normally... A typical happy person. I get that from my mom. My yeah. mom is a very happy person always. Um, but boy, I got depressed for a few days. Like really, I was nervous and I was like yeah. telling people how bad I was because people needed to know just yeah. in case it, something no, happens it, to me. It was very emotionally draining. I remember reading it and like every like few chapters I'd be like, I got to take a break. Yeah. Because I just felt so bad for this woman. Mm -hmm. And I know she's not doing this book 
for um, a pity party. To, yeah, to she's play not. a victim. I know that's she's not. She's said that in the book. She just wants to tell her story. It's yeah. her time. Enough people have said her story for her without her permission. Let's and hear her she's song. doing it. And you know, the first as soon as you open the book, the first page is the woman and me, and then it says, um, the dedication. For my boys who are the loves of my life. I sobbed when I saw it. Literally. Megan opened and read the first sentence and cried. <laughs> and I texted a picture to Isaiah of me sobbing. Yeah. And he was like, you um, were so dramatic. That was his response. But, uh, it was reading, seeing every... I knew most, if not all of this. You were right about a lot of things. Yeah. There were certain things that I doubted you on, which... Fools! What the hell was I doubting? Isaiah knows everything and he's always right. At least when it comes to celebrities, especially Britney. But seeing it said through her words, through her perspective, made everything even more. What's the word? Connected. Like, like it oh. made it seem like, wow, like whatever we thought she was experiencing, it was even worse. Yeah. You know? The loneliness, her loneliness was, was killing, killing her, her. You know, yeah. And she literally would say, "I wouldn't go out." She spoilers, by to... the way, spoilers. Um, she didn't go out. She didn't like eat out because she would be swarmed um, at all times of the day. Anytime she stepped foot out of her house, even under the conservatorship, I can't imagine somebody telling you what you had to eat. Didn't she say she ate, like, canned chicken vegetables? And ch- chicken and canned vegetables for two years straight. Why was her father such a monster like that? He would tell her, you're fat. You That's need to insane. You need to exercise your fat. And this was when she was already dancing, you know, she every wasn't, day. She wasn't allowed to eat chocolate? Mm-hmm. She, she said this one part, and no she was coffee? like... That she told the chef once that prepared her canned vegetables and chicken... Please, like, can you sneak in some ice cream or chocolate? Yeah. And he was like, sorry. Orders from above. I can't, I can't give you that. Crazy. That is crazy. so crazy. And I would, that she's paying for with her own money. I would me. flip a table if someone didn't give me my chicken fingers and french fries like I want. Crazy. Like, she, when I'm hungry for something, there's something I want, I better get it. And if yeah. I was Britney Spears, I don't know how she took that. Um, all that time. You know, she talks about how... But she un- talks... Ungrateful piece of shit Jamie Lynn was her her words her own, a total bitch her sister that I didn't believe Isaiah when Isaiah was like no she really doesn't like her sister and I'd be like yeah but she posts on her Instagram but then clearly it wasn't her posting right. it on her Instagram because um, Lou Taylor is also Jamie Lynn's manager and she if, said that she was on the set of Zoe 101 and like saw her sister and gave her a hug just so bizarre. You know, there was that story that it wasn't even true. She flipped out on an the co-star, actress. the yeah. co-star of Zoe and she apologized in the book. In the book, she, she said, wrote in parentheses, yeah. "I'm so sorry." Yeah. I learned. I later found out that it wasn't true. It was Jamie Lynn who was the bully. Yeah, because Jamie Lynn had said that the, this girl was spreading rumors of her on set and saying she smelled bad and she wasn't a good actress. You know what? She probably did smell bad. <laughs> and, a, and a pregnant Britney Spears went on to that Zoe 101 set and confronted this little girl mm-hmm. and was like, who the fuck do you think you are? Pretty much. Yeah. I don't know if she said that, but she confronted her and then she apologized in the book saying, I'm so sorry because I later found out that it was my sister who was the 
bully. Yeah. Ted Cruz. Um. So, anyway, Jamie Lynn being so ungrateful, literally saying, um, why did you buy us this house? Nobody asked you to do that. All because Britney wanted her family to have somewhere to live. She bought her her brother a $1.2 million apartment. You know, and these people still, it was never enough. enough. It was never enough. They controlled her. You know, her grandmother, spoiler, her grandmother... Um, Miscarried. N- no, no, no. Oh, no, the baby died she at had like a, three, three years days, old. Three days old. Yeah. Three days old after her grandmother had a, uh, a baby, the baby died. She obviously grieved and the father the sent, father her, to sent her to a loony bin insane asylum and, and put her on lithium in 1966 yep. and she said my grandmother looked just like me eight years later the grandmother shot herself on the baby's grave eight years later not only that, I don't know. I, I don't know how much you took in. I did. I, I, I took in like every word. Me too. Um, I that wasn't the only wife that he put in an insane asylum. I know. I know. He put another another wife. wife, and he sexually clearly, abused um, one of his daughters. Ugh! Clearly, Jamie Spears, the father, was taking notes. Yeah. And like, well, he himself was traumatized because he was a basketball player, and the his father made him play basketball, and then when it was time to come in, he would go, you better shoot 100 more mm-hmm. before you come in. Now, shooting 100 more, you better get 100 baskets. So right. you could be out there shooting for 300 times more. Right, right. When you're hungry and you're ready to come in. And you know what? No, I don't feel bad. That's OCD. That's that's like, he belonged in a mental institution. Right. But, uh... And his name was Gene. Gene, Yes. And she is Brittany Jean. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a very, very... She talked about Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. and we, how he made her have a bathroom floor abortion. Yeah, that was... Wouldn't allow her to go to the hospital to get to get an abortion. And the dipshit brought his guitar and was strumming the guitar because he felt like, what could Brittany use? My serenading to help her with this painful abortion. What a narcissist yeah that's exactly what it is that you think your singing and music could help somebody who's in pain right now like that that's insane um she was devastated from that that's so embarrassing for a long time that's embarrassing for him yeah and then they uh she talked about kevin federline and what a piece of trash he was acting like he's too good for her not even a piece of trash that we know he is even worse, you know, she here's a pregnant Britney Spears like calling him to um, for he, him to like see her and she, he would ignore her. And he even left his first wife, Sharon, who was pregnant um, with their second baby when Britney came into the picture. And Sharon, Britney didn't know. Cheryl Jackson, Sharon Jackson. She was on Moesha, mm-hmm. the 90s show with yep, Brandy. I remember. And yeah, she was pregnant and he didn't tell Britney. That's crazy. And she found out from a friend being like, you know, he's having another baby, right? Yeah. And she's like, what? Very, what What an insane uh, story of her life. I know. And I'm sure there's things that we still don't even know. You know what I mean? She talked about how... And she also explains why she played by the rules. And it was all for her boys. Yeah. 
She said, because if I didn't play nice, they would compromise anything I did with seeing my children and they would dangle it in front of me. Yeah. Just to, she was like, just to take naps with them. Was my joy. Was why I was working. Was just so that they would allow me to take a nap with my kids. Crazy. That is insane. Yeah. You know. Certain things people take for granted and then you read Britney Spears' book and you're like, Jesus. The amount, the amount of money these people made off of Britney, made off of Britney working and then took her money that she had already earned. Her father made $6 million off of her. He got paid more than Britney herself. Yeah. Isn't that fucking wild? She was allowed $2,000 a month. Here's your allowance. And not even, it was $2,000 a month that she could not spend how she wanted. She would be like, oh, I want this. They're like, no. She said, she talked about how she went out with her dancers one night for dinner and she wanted to treat them. And, yeah. And they literally said, sorry, your card's declined. So she asked one of the security guards and they said, that's not, there's not enough funds in your allowance. That's crazy. Insane. And not to mention it was under $2,000. So that means they weren't probably even giving her the right amount of money. They were saying we're giving you $2,000, but not weren't. actually. That's fucking crazy. You know? Poor girl. Um, the poor woman, I the, should say. I shouldn't say the poor girl. She said that she was taken to this facility. This is what broke me. Um, I Megan cried multiple times throughout the book, right? Mm-hmm. What broke me, what finally made me cry was... Because I knew everything, everything in the book that I was reading. I was like, I knew this happened. But she's but confirming it. Now she's confirming it and giving her... Um, point of view on why this happened, how it happened, and how she felt about it. When she was taken to that facility, which she says, I was taken to this facility because she said no to a dance move. Mind you, she was already doing Vegas for five years. And her shoes older at that point. She's aged in those five years. So she said this dance move was complicated and I didn't want to do it. So let's change it. Um... Everybody, Robin Greenhill, piece of shit. Lou Taylor, piece of shit. Her father, giant piece of shit with corn in it. Mm-hmm. All went into a room. They came back out and they're like, okay, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. The next day she went to see her doctor. doctor and the doctor and he, confronted her. Yeah. He was like, oh, everyone says you're extremely difficult to work with <gasps> and you haven't been taking your medication. <gasps> and Brittany in the book says... How would anybody know that I'm not taking my medication when I take my medication in the morning and a nurse comes to my house and administers it to me? I don't take it in the middle of the day during dance rehearsals. You you can't confirm that I haven't been taking my medication. So the doctor said, we found a nice little little uh, place for place you. in um, rehab. Yeah, I forgot where. And it's only going to be $60,000 a month out of your own money. Um, against your will. Took her off the medication she was on, which you're not allowed to do in any medication. And they put her on lithium, just like her, her grandmother like back in 1966. Yep. Isn't that wild? And she was put in this facility, but what broke me was, she said everybody there treated her like shit, except this one lady who... One nurse. She literally said, who was real as fuck, saw Brittany one day and was like, hey, look at this. And showed her the computer screen 
where Britney finally saw that the Free Britney Britney movement movement was happening. Yeah. And she said that's when she got some hope. Yeah. That's when I was like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. because... Yeah, I could see your eyes are starting um, to well up a little. I made that connection, like, like she would where would she be had it not been because people were out here fighting for her you know yeah. what i mean yeah now the public knows yeah you know what i mean and that um corralled the courts the judges yeah. corralled Cornered the taylor them. you had yeah. no choice you have no choice now the public Everything's eyes exposed. are on you yeah. and we're all watching you and we know what you're doing yeah Wow. She doesn't mention Matthew Rosengart coming from Madonna. She mentions Cade finding Matthew Rosengart. Maybe he did. Yeah. I don't, why we, did everyone think it was Madonna? I mean, you told me that that was Madonna's lawyer. Yeah, she does say that he she worked, he worked, had clients that were famous. Yeah. And, but she never mentioned Madonna, but maybe... Well, she did mention Madonna in the book. Yeah, uh, yeah she does. And how she came to her apartment one day... And, and she kind of took her under her wing. Yeah. And I was like, didn't we say that? Like, we said a couple episodes ago, why doesn't someone like Madonna or Cher come into Britney's life and yeah. says, hey, I'll take care of you? It already happened. And she literally, she comes in and uh, to her apartment and she's like, oh, nice view. Because that's all that Britney could see was out her window. Because she never left her apartment. Yeah. You know, unless it was to work. And that Diane Sawyer interview mm-hmm. was forced on her. She by said, her dad. But that um, her father came in, like stormed into her with a bunch apartment of men. one time with men and they just started questioning her. She had no say. And then they said, you have an interview today. You got to prepare for it. And they threw her in front of the cameras and that was it. She, Diane Sawyer was such a cunt yeah. and was like, how could you do this to Justin? Why do you dress like that? You're a bad example to girls that are looking up to you. Just so terrible. F you, Diane Sawyer. For real. But all in all, I highly recommend it's a quick read. I highly recommend Even it. Even though we spoiled a, a lot of it just now. Yeah, but we we did, but reading it is going to be very different. Yeah, it's different for everyone. She also mentions Mariah Carey and how Mariah Carey must have invented the ring light because back in the 90s or early 2000s, she went into a dressing room where Mariah Carey was and she said it was this light that illuminated her room when she opened the door. Yeah. And she had ring lights in there and Mariah was like, oh, or Brittany... Somehow it, the conversation came up. Brittany Let's take a like, picture Let's together. Take a picture, and Mariah's like, like "Oh no, I'm honey. gonna take the picture." Honey, come here. Come in. Come in. Come in. Close the door. Yeah, we're gonna take a picture over here. This is my side, okay? This is my side. Yeah. She said it like three times. This is my side. When we take a picture, this is my side. Yeah. And that's how it happened. <laughs> yeah, and um, she's like, she must have invented the ring light because there was a ring light in the room. Now, uh, very interesting. That Britney's agency, uh, CAA, is currently accepting bids to turn Britney's memoir into a book, a documentary, or a TV show. Who would be playing Britney? I don't know. But would Britney have any uh, creative say in it? I mean, it's her book. Hopefully she would direct it. Imagine. Who knows, but I really, um, I think it's very soon... Yeah. 
to even be. You know, the book has literally been out for a week and a day. Didn't she put on Instagram in a deleted post that uh, there's a sequel to her book coming that out? she was already working on a sequel. Wow. Right? So but she's... the book originally was 380 pages. So they cut out 100 because it's only literally, 200 and something. 270. Hold on. I got Not it even here. that much. 275 pages. Wow. So they literally cut out over 100 pages. Oh, I'm so smart. I read 275 pages? <laughs> um, in one week. <laughs> hey, it's more than you've read in your life. I know. And I really fully comprehended everything. Oh, good. Yeah, it, it, it's very reader friendly. Like, yeah. You're not, you're not going to be like, what's this word, onomatopoeia? No. <laughs> yeah. You're going you're gonna to get it. Um, we also, you know what um, blew my mind also was when she was in the um, psychiatric uh, hospital where she was uh, up there against her will, she said that she was alone a lot of the time, but in the, she was moved to a different building in this hospital and she was finally allowed to be with people. Yeah. And she said how she was in her own room and another patient came into her room and was like, why are you screaming so loud? And she's like, I wasn't screaming. And she's like, yeah, you were. You were screaming so loud. I could hear you. And then she walks away and goes back to her room. And Brittany was like, I later found out that this patient heard things that other people couldn't hear. Like, that, like not, psychically, like heard it psychic, in her head. Psychic. Like psychotically. Yeah, but it could have been. Not psychic, like. Hearing spirits and seeing the future. Yeah, but it's like people that so, see ghosts. Like she could hear. Right, ghosts. but it wasn't. The woman was clearly mentally ill. But she was probably spot on with Brittany. Brittany what? probably was screaming in her head. Oh, yeah, I don't think so. I think when she said in the book, I found out that she was hearing things people couldn't hear. I mean, she meant like psychosis. No, because she even says, like, whoa. Like, she was saying it like, I was screaming internally. Oh, and this woman heard it. I think we, we interpret that completely differently. I interpret it like... I mean, like, like, Brittany was feeling like, I should not be in this place with these people. And I think Brittany was saying, there's other people here that have issues, but maybe it's not issues. Maybe she was right. I was screaming internally. All right, guys, you you take it as a grain of salt. This is not a, a was... paranormal book. <laughs> well, she does talk about aliens, too. And she, she does says, say aliens. She's like, I was driving with my friend in Las Vegas in the desert, and we had the uh, in top Arizona. down. She had her top down. She had um, her top off. <laughs> her top off. <laughs> no, and she, she said that she had this spiritual awakening driving, but her friend felt it also at that exact moment. Right. But it was in Arizona. She's like, I don't know if it was aliens or God, but I felt God. Yeah, she, you know. She talks about God a lot and faith. Yeah, because she has faith again because she's finally out of that, you know. Yeah. She has, she says she has crippling social anxiety. I don't think she'll ever, you know, had do an interview again or ever perform again. She might record music, but that's all we're gonna get a Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus style. She could do interviews on her own terms with the, her own camera, and she'd probably feel comfortable if she did it herself. Maybe, because that's why she says she likes to take pictures of herself naked. It makes her feel reborn again. Yeah, but because she said since she has been free from under her father's um, control, that. She feels reborn again since then. And that's why she's naked like a little baby all the Let's time. Let's be clear, 
everyone. This wasn't just about Britney's father. There was an entire team behind behind it, it that are making millions off of Britney. Mm-hmm. Britney mentions in the book that, that twenty six million dollars was taken. Not only that, that um, Lou Taylor, who created um, TriStar Entertainment, mm-hmm. built that company on her back. Yeah. On Britney's back because she had access to all of Britney's millions. Meanwhile, TriStar Entertainment uh, works for the Kardashians, Kanye West, Meghan Trainor, and many more clients Paris that we Hilton. know that we know today. Paris, Paris Hilton, Hilton and Jamie Leon. Mm-hmm. Not good. I don't trust anybody who's related yeah. to Lou Taylor. Same. Like you, you see like what but this she woman says did. such sweet things about Paris Hilton in the book, yeah. though. Yeah. Maybe Paris isn't under Lou anymore. Maybe not anymore, but She's as far as I know, she was. She probably years ago. I don't think so. But anywho, and she mentions um, Felicia. I love you, Felicia. Felicia yeah. was her handler back in the day when when her she mom, was a young, like when she was underage. Yeah, like when 16. she became of age, she became her assistant. Yes, when uh, and during the abortion, she said Felicia and Justin were the only ones in the room. Felicia gave her the little pills that they got from the drugstore because they didn't want to take her to a hospital because then everyone would know. Justin didn't want her to go to a hospital. Crazy. He's like, you can't go to a hospital. Wow. Well, Justin, you can go to hell. Yeah. She also says in the book how she loves her sister, but she's learning forgiveness, I guess. I mean, she loves her sister because she's her sister, but she hates her sister because when she was texting her, Please help me. Uh, help me. She was like, just, just, just stop fighting. Stop fighting it. And just take it. No. You take it. Take a dick up your ass, Jamie Lynn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't... It's just... It's very... Heartbreaking. Um, Sad. Yeah, it's heartbreaking because this is a woman who was... So kind. Voted one of the so most sweet. powerful women in the world at one point. Most influential people. Um... And they was broke, on top of the world and they actually broke, broke her, her spirit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but what a wonderful Very, read. very good book. Loved um, it. Thank you to one of my friends, Dana. She got me another copy. To frame. So that I, it's never opened. It's just for uh, decor. And if anybody touches it, I will cut all your fingers off. I told Isaiah he should frame it and open it up to his favorite page and highlight his favorite line but then and for just saying that alone she's not missing a finger (laughs) (laughs) but uh but yeah it was a really good book highly recommend it and um i'm sure there's i could talk about this book all day long but we it's not that type of episode (laughs) right but anyway um but that's the britney notification of the week only because that ate up a little bit of our time um, we love you, Brittany. Thank you so much for telling your story to your fans. Um, and let's do a shot. We're going to do a shot in honor of Brittany. Um, Brittany did mention she, she went out with Christina Aguilera one night. And Christina Aguilera was, was trashed. Wasted. And she was, and Brittany wasn't allowed to drink any alcohol. Have a sip of alcohol. That's that would it. be annoying because I hate being around drunks when I'm sober. Like, cannot stand people that are drunk when I'm sober. Can you? 
Um, I find it so annoying. Only if it's you. <laughs> <gasps> what do you mean? When Megan gets drunk, she gets wild and crazy. No, I don't. It was yeah, only last night that I ripped my thong and I turned it into a new thong. And then Literally. I, and then I her thong came, she came here, her thong was full of holes and doodle stains. <laughs> and she like ripped, ripped it, it and put it all the way like up her sides of her body, up her um, hips. And Isaiah says like, actually it looks better. And it looks like something Britney wore once in one of her Vegas residencies. And she did, actually. And I showed you today and you're like, wow, that is exactly what it looked like. That is what it, what looked, it like. looked like. <laughs> Minus the doo-doo stains. She, Brittany did not have to do the same. just Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to Brittany. Tinkle. Cheers to the woman in me. Don't fight it, Isaiah. Okay, Jamie Leon. All right. So, moving on from Brittany, the woman in me. If I think of something else, I might just spit it out. Yeah, spit it out. That's what this kind of but, episode um, is. Because, you know, I don't swallow. Uh, <laughs> Which is a baby splits or swallows. Uh, all right, now it's time to move on to music. Let's dive on into some music news. We got some music shit going on. Taylor Swift's 1989 Taylor's version has come out. Finally come out. That's the fourth out of her six re-recorded albums that were... Um, the rights were taken away by Scooter Braun and sold. Yes. So she was making no money off of her um, songwriting work. She was making money off of it. She just wasn't... Um, she just didn't... It was Own taken it. under her. Yeah. yeah. But she would still be making money. She still is making money. They're all. It's all on her Spotify, right. you know? But it's a number one album already. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. I will tell you this. What? That I have noticed about these Taylor Swift re-releases. Taylor's versions? Yeah. Uh, and I've spoken to other Taylor Swifties, Swiffers, about this. It's empty. Like, there's no spirit there's behind no because emotion. she was so excited in the moment yeah, years ago. The, the, she doesn't feel the same anymore. Wow. And I'm listening to it. 1989, 1989 That's was what hits. made me like Taylor Swift. Great songs. You got Wildest Dreams. You got Slut. You got um, all her Bad Blood. Hello. Yeah. Bad Blood. Great songs. Great yeah. hits. But it's empty it feels like it's no just spirit. a person seeing it with a microphone and it means nothing to them and it probably doesn't mean anything to her anymore she's not in that part of her life right you know all those songs were about harry paratesticle styles harry paratesticle harry styles yeah all those songs were about him it's she's way past that now you know yeah she's on to travis kelsey yeah and uh but yeah that's I, I i like the album taylor's version because i just like the real album 1989 the original but it just sounds empty it sounds like there's something missing and it's mm. her heart is not in it because now she's just being a petty bitch and she's just like re-recording re it because these. you ain't gonna take my money bitch. well she's got two more to go so far she's done 1989 she's done uh red she's done Speak you belong now. to me and you belong to me you belong speak to, now speak now and what's the last one um you belong to me i thought i don't think that's that album. album you belong to right me. that album is not that's not the name of the album fearless oh fearless yes fearless red speak now speak now in 1989 um yes yeah, so she's got two more to go good Rep for you reputation until... and one more i can't remember what it is 
But anyway, but yeah, it's Reputation. And it's already a number one album. She's also added... Oh, and Lover? Lover. Which I, I do... That's the second album I started to like Taylor Swift in. But 1989 really did it for me. I was like, wow, this is a zero skip album. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, wow, this is a zero emotion album. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still, it has all the bops. Wild the streets. <laughs> okay, Taylor, get your inhaler out. <laughs> all right. Uh, and she added new dates for her Eras tour. Now, I thought her Eras tour was over, yeah. but it's not. She just added for November 9th and 10th in Argentina. It's over in the U.S. Huh? It, it, the Eras Tour is over in the U.S. Oh, in the United States. So now there's legs in other she countries. Has to go, she's going to Argentina. She's going to Mexico. Oh. She's going to Tokyo. I know someone that's going to go literally to go see her in Tokyo. Oh, shit. Who? For flight. Who? Who? And the ticket, Megan, it's cheaper than if she was to just buy a ticket here. Hey, but... You're going to Tokyo. Yeah. Um, it's um, uh, our friend Lauren. Oh my God. She's going to Tokyo? Yeah. I'm jealous. I'd love to go to Tokyo. But yeah. So that's... She, that Now she's doing overseas stuff. Wow. Australia. I mean, you got to make a big vacation out of it if you're going to go. Yeah. Oh, I hope you have a wonderful time, Lauren. Jeez. Take pictures. Uh, yeah. Now that's uh, Taylor. Now, Ricky Martin... Um, living La Vida Loca, you know. Yeah. He slept with his nephew. <gasps> no, he didn't stop. That was a lie. The nephew ended up being like... Mentally ill. Ill. Mentally challenged. <laughs> uh, so Ricky Martin and Ricky Glaces and Pitbull are on a tour all together. Because ain't nobody going to go see just one of those people by themselves. Because no one's going to pay that for that. I'm, who's going to go see just Pitbull? Mm-mm, not me. If I wanted to see a bald head, I'll go see a bald head. Um... <laughs> Enrique Iglesias, nobody's going to go see Justin Enrique Iglesias. Nobody's, nobody's just going to go see um, Ricky Martin unless you're his nephew. Uh, I think Ricky Martin could probably sell tickets. No. Upside, what, inside. When was his last hit? hit? No. Never. Um, it's but, been since the 90s. Now, But how's it going? Um, so Ricky, I've seen videos. Ricky's great. He's doing a great He's job. He's always great. Pitbull, you know, Pitbull. Uh, Mr. 305, yeah, 2000, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> this is the same thing he does. But just good energy. But Enrique Iglesias. Why? What's up with They him? are tearing his ass up. Taron Manning. Tearing oh. it up. Um, He sounds horrendous. Why? I have no idea. It's all over TikTok. Um, and he's like singing only like a quarter of the songs. And like kind of just letting the music play and like. Putting the, the microphone like, to the audience. Oh, no. If I wanted to be a pop star, I'd be a pop star. I didn't no, come here. I, didn't I came this... here to watch you sing. Right. And it's bad. Like, I literally like, oh. maybe I like it the way you move on the road. Like that. It's that bad. I'm not even exaggerating. Now, what are some songs um, in, uh, Enrique Iglesias sings? Baby, I like it. The, the way you move on, on the floor. floor. That's a good song. And, uh... I can be a hero, baby. That's a good one, too. I love that. But those those are really all old songs. And he sings... Damn, what was that other song he had? And I can't go on. I want to be with you. I don't know that one. Really? Yeah. I want to be with you. Oh, I do know that. (laughs) I just went, want to be with you and want to be with you. And now you know the song. (laughs) You're so alone. 
I wanna be with you. Yeah, I know Why that. Why does everything sound like Cher? I wanna be with you. Maybe you just give me a sign and I don't know. I wanna be with you. That song. Be with you. <laughs> yeah, why is everything Cher right now? So yeah. I'm getting hot. You sing, but he it was it's so bad on it's all over TikTok, it's embarrassing. Oh no. Yeah. How like, old is he? I don't know. Let's see. Hey Google. How old is Enrique Iglesias? 50? 48. Oh, time, time to get to off retire. the... Yeah, time to... How old is Ricky Martin, though? He's in good shape, though. I think he's, like, 40. He's around Britney's age. Hey, Google. How old is Ricky Martin? 51. Oh, wow. He's oh, 10 he's years older. older. Yeah, but he's gay, so he's, it's like... It's fine. So, it's, in gay years, it's, like, minus 10. Always. Yeah, always <laughs> minus 10. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it's true look at NSYNC no, and Lance Bass is the best looking one out of them all the rest of them look like fat daddies I mean I just feel like yes Lance Bass is the best looking one but also he's gotten way too much work done and he's like there, he looks like there's like he's sticking his head out of a window all the time and his face is blowing back doesn't he look great no <laughs> <laughs> I think he looks amazing um I think Joey Fatone whew, no he, he got better. he got chubby he's lost weight he has lost weight because now they're Preparing for the reunion tour, even though Justin fucked it all up. And yeah, he's and canceled. And now he's canceled so many shows, like upcoming shows that he's had. Yeah, left and right. Yep. It's over. It's over, Justin. You're done. You're Wind done. it up. You're done. Surprise, surprise. Ride the horse. Surprise, surprise. So, it's been a slow week in music. That's all we got for music this week. Also, I have not stopped reading Think, this thinking book. about this book yeah you've been like on even though even though i it took me 10 hours to read it i haven't stopped thinking about you've had it. a lot going on you had alexa move in you haven't had freaking wi-fi so you haven't oh been able God. to watch tv last night watching hocus pocus i was literally gonna struggle yeah it was because the it wi-fi kept, kept going out it took two and a half hours to watch hocus pocus that's so like an hour and a half yeah it was bad but you we just asleep. got Wi-Fi you today. You fell asleep before Me I fell did. Asleep? Yeah, you did. Zood, I was like sitting there and I was like, man, he's asleep. I ended up starting to watch A Nightmare Before Christmas oh, came on. I don't I, So many times I try to watch that movie. I just can't do it. Well, I was like, this is perfect timing because it's midnight. Meet me at midnight. And um, I was like, it's November 1st and Mariah Carey's out singing. We do it's it. Time. <laughs> okay. Uh warning for the listeners, whenever you hear us talk about Mariah Carey, expect Isaiah to do the Exactly. So you don't crash the car if you're driving and listening. People have literally told me they almost did that. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So now it's time for TV Netflix movies and boobies. Ooh, shut them. Oh, stop. I don't. <laughs> There, you know, I feel safe this time because your breasts are confined. Yeah, I'm wearing a push-up bra. And I don't feel like I'm being titnotized. Wait, I wish I was wearing Kim Kardashian's nipple bra. We'll get to that. Wait, I'm so hot. I almost want to take my shirt off. Don't. Can I? No. I'm wearing this hot. Can Why you open a window? Why are you wearing a sweater that thick? I don't know, but it's hot and fleece and I just need like my boobies to tear even, out. Oh, it's 70 degrees in here. All right, all right. I'll open a window. Oh, yeah, please do because it's so hot and I know it's so nice and cool out. You're going to be cold in like two seconds because it's windy out there and she chilly. No, it feels so good. Ooh, it feels like Marilyn Monroe when her skirt flips up, but for my tits, it oh feels my so nice. Oh my God, Megan, no wonder you're hot. 
Why? It looks like you have built-in sweaters in your armpits. Stop it. No, I don't. I do that so that I don't get razor burn. Oof. My, well, my eyes burn. So I save it for like once a week. Stop. Oh you my God. You me. should not have worn that sweater with all my hair. Stop. You're so mean. I do it once a week when, so I don't... Whatever. It's nobody's business. It's fine. It's, I'm, fine. it's the woman in me. Oh, it's the woman in you and the hair in you too. Oh, stop. <laughs> I have very thick hair, okay? I'm very coarse and I hate razor burn. It's so. fine. It's fine. I'm sure a lot of people um, get razor burn too. Maybe I should they... get laser on my armpits. Um, let's get into the TV and Netflix. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? It's natural. Women have body, body hair too, okay? All right, let's get back into TV and Netflix. Um, American Horror Stories. Plural. Stories. It was a four-episode Halloween event. Really great, Isaiah. This season, I think it's season three. So fucking good. The first episode freaked me the fuck out. And then I think it was the third episode that really got me with a tapeworm where it was like a model. That so that's what I really want to see. I watched the first one. I didn't love it. Didn't watch the second one. And the third one with the tapeworms what and I Lisa really want to see. Rina? Lisa Rinna, yeah. With the she's, lips. She's amazing in it. I well, mean, she's, she's an just, actress. Yeah, she's an actress. She's uh, from uh, Beverly Hills 90210. What is it? Housewives, Beverly Hills. Um, it's she's so good in it and she plays like pretty much like Vogue magazine's like editor-in-chief and there's this new girl who's a, a, a aspiring model and um, they pretty much are like you're too big but she's not she's just like perfect but they give her a tapeworm to eat and um, the tapeworm they're like you have to she like compulsively eats she could eat whatever she wants but she has to eat a lot of food she has a tape a tapeworm inside of her uh, don't give it away because I want to see it oh my god it's so freaky you know who lost 30 pounds I remember in an interview on like I think it was like Rosie O'Donnell's show back in the day I just want to say that you have talked about this on the podcast already twice really in previous episodes but because go ahead. this always fascinated me Bette Midler you know sisters from Hocus Pocus she did an interview once and they were like how did you lose so much weight and she's like parasites I yeah. hate to say it. She was like, I had parasites from bad sushi mm. and I lost 30 pounds. Sure. Would you eat a tapeworm if they were like, no. you'll lose, you're mm. guaranteed to lose weight. And, but you just have to eat a lot of food. I do not want a fucking creature in my body. Oh. I don't care what it is. Could you imagine? I mean, you have parasites in your body. No, I don't. Everybody does. You do too? Not me though. <laughs> <laughs> But supposedly everybody has parasites in your body. We eat meat. We eat like rot, like cheese. That's rotten dairy. You know, you have to have parasites in your body. It's good for you. Mm. We're human. No, that's not. I wouldn't say it's good for you, but we all have parasites. Jeez Louise! They look like your sweater strings. Oh, I thought you were gonna say my chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 really chesticles. <laughs> We're just anyway, teasing, guys. Um, so, yeah. So, I haven't watched American Horror Story. I saw the first one, and I really want to watch the third one with the so tapeworm. So, you saw the first episode with yeah. the um, cyber, where it was like, you're my friend. And she's like the, like, she's like uh, this lady who's like confined to her bed on line. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. That lady scared me so much, Isaiah. Like, I, it was freaking me the fuck out. I feel like I had a nightmare about her. Oh, Jesus. Um, it was really good. It's really great. It's Ryan Murphy. So it's the same guy who made American, American Horror, Horror Story. Story. Not plural. Singular. And he's done a lot of miniseries. Hollywood. 
Remember that Regent was Hollywood? That L- was amazing. Limited series. Feud with Betty and Betty, Betty Davis, Davis and, and Joan Rivers. Crawford. Oh, fuck. The Joan shot, Rivers. The shot got to me. <laughs> Feud with Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. That was from like the 1960s. Joan Crawford is no more. From Mommy Dearest. She's one of and my. Beat the child as you should. She's one of my role models. <laughs> This is why I don't have children. because That's honestly one of my biggest fears. Is this is why I don't have children. I'm really, truly terrified. Don't fuck with me, fellas. This isn't my first time at the rodeo. I feel like my <laughs> child would write a horrible horror story book about me. Same, honestly. That's why I wouldn't want to have kids either. Yep. Because yeah. like this, like I generally feel like I probably would be a crazy parent like that. Me too. You know, like, parents are out here with their kids having boogers in their nose. No. Oh, no. Absolutely my, not. My we'll child be pristine. would be pristine. Yeah, pristine, pristine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's how mine would be, too. Yeah. And that that's, I, that's not that's, realistic. It's not. So, I we would have, have our, a book written about We have our me. podcast, baby. <laughs> and we can share that. But, uh, yeah. I literally, I'd be like, you want to be hanging around here with your boogers hanging out oh my god no i'm never gonna wipe your nose no daddy <laughs> Bobby, no um okay so let's let's move on before they call cps on uh, me and i don't even have a seat. we don't even have i don't kids. even have a child and they're gonna call me <laughs> call them oh on. my gosh all right uh big mouth is on the newest season the well, last it's the season final it's the season finale serious finale yeah and it's um season seven and megan the stallion real hot girl she is mm-hmm. she is playing a hormone monster on it yeah she does a good job she does she's she does. funny um and she I, she was on um p-town um which is a show on showtime that's about like strip clubs and shit mm-hmm. um very good show she was on there too. She was great. She was fantastic. Yeah. She played a stripper and she was like 10 out of 10. Megan Thee Stallion is killing it. Yeah. And she looks amazing. She really has her shit together. And good for her because she lost her mother during um, a time when she was in school. I think it was like 2019. It was like right before COVID hit. Yeah. And um, what a powerhouse she is. And my heart goes out to her. I with, love Megan Thee Stallion. I love her too. Um. My heart goes out to her that she suffered such a loss, such a tremendous loss in her life. And she came out on top, you know. She really worked hard and she didn't let that stop her. And she, you know, I give her a lot of credit. She's an inspiration. But yeah, uh, Big Mouth, last season, I think they're they're going to high school. Yeah, so it's like you can't continue it anymore. they're, They're going to have another one. You think? Yeah, like a spinoff. Well, like Nick they have Kroll, a spinoff already with um, HR. Human resources. Human resources. They're probably going to have another spinoff when they're in high school. I hope so because Nick Kroll is a creative genius. Yeah. I think he is so funny. Oh my God. I love when he plays Lola. These puppies are barking. Oh my God. These puppies are barking. Um. All right. That was uh, Big Mouth season seven on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. So good. So funny. Uh, also, we're on the last two weeks of Big Brother. Oh my God. You've been it's, watching it? I have been watching You've it. You've been keeping it Every up? single week, me and Alexa watch it. She watched, we wait till the weekend so we can watch it together, but now we live together uh-huh. so we can watch it. Yay. Even though the schedule's all fucked up because of fucking football and fucking... Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. And the 
playing Jeez. and winning. <laughs> How dare they? So usually it's at eight o'clock, so now it's at ten o'clock, but I have to work and I have to um, abuse my child <laughs> <laughs> with a wire hanger. <laughs> so I can't watch it that late. But I, I I ended up watching it like on Paramount Plus or mm-hmm. CBS the app. Well, the breeze really um, does feel so nice, by the way. You're going to be freezing in a minute. No, thank you so much for opening the window. No problem. I would take my shirt off completely, but since you mentioned my armpits, forget it at this point. Forget it. Um, I don't want you shedding your armpit hairs all over my body. So rude. First of all, and I almost shaved them right before I came over. Because of Halloween, and I was like, oh, we're dressing up, and this and that. Well, well, that's the scariest thing I've seen all year. (laughs) Well, you didn't see me dress, but jeez. No, your armpit hairs. Oh, my God. You could have, you you look like the guy (laughs) from Aubrey Monsters with eyeballs. (laughs) (laughs) Aubrey Monsters from Nickelodeon? Yes. Stop, you're crying. The cartoon guy with his... With the eyeballs the that his armpit. arms are always up and the armpit hairs armpit are up. hair is just, it's not that long, guys. <laughs> it's just I have dark hair because I'm so fair-skinned. But it's coming down. It's looking like a happy trail. Yeah, it's ready to be <laughs> shaved, but I'm waiting for a special moment. Shave? Girl, get your wee wagger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rob. Jeez, do you need a safari hat, too? Do you need a safari hat? Oh, my God. You see oh what God. women have to go through? I'm dead. I bet all the women listening are like, poor Megan. No, Jeez. I don't need a support. She really hat. gets it from Isaiah's. I'll call the lawn care company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. All right, I'm done. I'm oh, done. my God. Oh, God. Anyway. Whew. All right. So, yeah, Big Brother's almost done. If you are watching it, you are celebrating because... The people that you want out have been out. Out. Thank fucking God. I've been watching on Netflix. It's an Edgar Allan Poe. It's based off of Edgar Allan Poe. He was like a poet back in like the 1800s. And he wrote a bunch of... He wrote The Monkey's Paw. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I hated that one. But he... They based an entire series off of his poems. And it's called The Fall of the House of Usher. I'm fucking obsessed. I finished it. It's so scary. Yeah, I finished... I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Oh, my God. When the acid rained down, I was like, oh, my God. Would you have gone to that rave? You would have been. Oh, my God. That was horrifying. Horrifying. My favorite episode, though, was The Cat. The Cat in the Apartment. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Vaguely. What happens? Tell the audience. He's like, um, the guy goes crazy looking for a cat that Oh, exist. yeah, because the cat died. Yeah. And he's like, he oh, it must have left. Cat. Yeah, he killed it. He stabbed it. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. No, you know me. I have, like, a short attention span, but I do remember that. That was a crazy And he was episode. like, oh, he that must have ran away. One. And yeah. the one with the, with the chimpanzees. Oh, my God, yeah. That was insane. Yeah. Oh, my God, and the chimp got yeah. out and killed yeah. her. Ugh. Killed that bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That was a crazy episode. Really, really great, great, um, great series. Yeah. And that's a mini series. They're not going to have a season two. Well, it's they part of uh, like American Horror Stories. Yeah. So this one was, it's like the Haunting of Billie Eilish. Bly Manor. Whatever. Haunting Hill. Yeah, it's yeah. It's oh, that. you're right. Yeah. It is because that's Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Poe. Poo-poo. Um, but yeah. That's The Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. Netflix. So good. Highly recommend. 
All right, and I think that's it for TV, Netflix, movies, and boobies. And now it's time to move on into... Celebrity Gossip! Gosh, 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 peace be with you and with you. Speaking of peace be with you, Matthew Perry passed away tragically. So sad. It was so unexpected. Yeah. He was um, Chandler Bing in Friends. The sitcom that started in 1998, I think. And it was just like a millennial's wet dream. Like it was literally. I gotta say. That was the hit sitcom. It was between that and Will and Grace. But I was more of the Will and Grace type. Yeah, I mean, me too. I didn't really. I watched Friends, of course. Oh, everyone did. But Friends wasn't my show. It was Will and Grace. Will and Grace, me I too. didn't even think Friends was really all that funny. Yeah. Um, Courtney Cox was always my favorite in that. Coincidentally. But I always like when she dated that mustache I lo- guy. I loved uh, Phoebe. And then Joey smelly was Smelly cat. Yeah. I feel like you know, that. I feel like... Had, you've had a smelly cat sometimes. No, I don't. <laughs> Stop that. You're so mean to me. Yeah, you live and learn. Yeah. And then you, you smell and learn. You smell <laughs> You smell and hurl. <laughs> All right. Stop. You're so funny. So, uh... Yeah, Matthew Perry passed, and uh, it was he passed away supposedly of cardiac arrest in his hot tub. Hot tub. The weird thing about all that is, is that his last post on Instagram on Instagram was him in a hot tub. Him in a hot tub. Very weird. And before that, he posted a kept talking about Bat Boy or like not Bat Boy. That's he called himself Matt Man. Matt Man. Yeah. But before that, he posted a picture of three cranberries. And the lead singer of the Cranberries died drowning. Why did he post that? I don't know. But then shortly after, he died drowning. Well, earlier that day attack. when he... Was it a heart attack? I believe it. They're saying he was you know, in the he hot tub and got dr- cardiac arrest. He was a big drug addict for years. That He, yeah. he was open and talked about it. Um, you know, when he was living a sober life now... I know his... He had um, written a book. He wrote a book. His engagement was... He was going to be married in 2021, and that was called off. So I don't know what happened, but, um, you know, he was really trying to live a sober life. And um, that's really hard to do, and I give him a lot of credit for trying his best. Yeah. And um, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. But, uh, yeah, rest in peace. It, it, it was very sudden. I was very... Alexa was here when it happened. She called her mom. Yeah. Like He had no children. Um, his parents are devastated. Oh, I can imagine. You never want to bury a child. No. And um, also his friend's family is devastated and mourning his loss. And his oh, his friend's family. Friend's family, right, right, you know. Right, from friends. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox... Um, David Schwimmer. What's his name? David Schwimmer. Yeah. Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. Um, Are we missing anyone? Yeah, oh, Phoebe. Yeah. What's her name? Um, Can't remember. Her, her name Phoebe, is... Phoebe, smelly cat. <laughs> um, fuck, Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. She's like, really? Damn it. If Lisa was I, listening, I, she was she'd my be favorite. like, yeah, I know. <laughs> she's probably like the most popular next to... Nah, she's probably the least popular out of the ladies. No. You think... Lisa Kudrow has had her own show on HBO. Even more so than Courtney Cox's name? What? Courtney... Scream! Okay. Um, Ah! That was a series. (laughs) That was like the best movie franchise. What? For Halloween. More than Halloween? 
I think it was, that was, it was groundbreaking. Halloween? Yeah, but it was groundbreaking, the Scream uh, movie. Because they told you how movies were going to go. Like, it was very um, different the way they approached horror. So his friend's family, Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, um, David Schwimmer. Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. You know, they're all mourning Matthew Perry. And, you know, friends is the family you choose. And I know he had no kids, but he was loved. Yeah. Rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Um... Yeah, rest in peace. Ugh, that's sad. So sad. He was 54. That's really Still not Still so old. young, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on from Matthew Perry. Rest in peace. Rest in um, peace. To, to Kim Kardashian. And her nipple bra. That Megan wants to get so bad. Well, I thought at first when I watched it, I thought it was like an SNL sketch. You sent it to me and I literally was like, oh, this is a parody, right? And you're like, no, it's real. Yeah, I know, because I watched Who it 10 asked times. for this? Imagine, wait, I, I almost, I, I think I am going to order one, because why not? It would just be great to throw in our Whistle Way H4 costumes. You know how much that is to just have as a costume? Oh, like $50. If you want, every 10 minutes, I'll flick your nipples for free. Oh, really? <laughs> no. I'll take you up on that <laughs> offer. You know, I like a little stimulation. No, you're going to have to pay me $5 every time I flick your nipples. <laughs> $5? That's it? Okay. <laughs> That's, that sounds like a good deal. I'll be there all day. Flick, flick, flick. Yeah, no, I want one. Imagine. Imagine me, like, coming into work. <laughs> Nipple fraud. Stop. No, that's... All eyes on me in the center of the ring just like a circus. It looks so fake, though. Like, it how long are so you going to... How long are you going to walk around? Like, everyone's going to know you're wearing a hard nipple bra. Well, and know, that's just bizarre. You know, I... I knew someone, I know someone who told me that their friend, because my thing about this is women are not, are, are women not objectified enough on an everyday basis? Oh no, I love hard that nipples. That you're going to like walk around with, okay, I love, who doesn't love hard nipples? But like all day long? Come on. I mean, I feel like that bra is meant for a short event. You can't tell somebody how long to wear a bra. I don't know. I feel like some dresses look better when you have hard nipples and tops. <laughs> uh, from a woman, I bet women listening will okay. understand that certain tops and dresses look better when your nipples are hard or bra less, or when you versus wearing a bra and it's just no attitude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it gives it character, the outfit. Character? What? It's giving it eyeballs? I don't know. <laughs> But the way they um, did the ad also, it was like wet t-shirt contest type. So like the model looked like her. She was literally like, and now your nipples can be hard even when it's hot. Yeah. it's like Aren't you sick of flicking your nipples every few minutes? <laughs> so, it's not exactly like that, but yeah. that's what it sounds that's, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like a joke. Aren't you tired of rubbing ice on your nipples and having them turn hard? Well, here's a solution. Oh my god. Permanently hard nipple bras. Hey. That's or, crazy. Or power to you. So, what, as I was saying, there I'm was, one. there's someone I know who said their friend got a breast reduction mm -hmm. and per purposely made her nipples permanently hard. Well, you could do that also the, by piercing your nipples. During the breast reduction. Yeah, but that doesn't always work. It looks like they're, your nipples are hard. Well, there are. It's a little chilly. It's a little chilly here. <laughs> but now I feel objectified. Wait, do you have pierced nipples? Carry. No, Megan. No? Would you? No. 
You would never. No. Would you pierce your? Genitals? How am I gonna breastfeed if would I you, get my nipples? Would pierced? you pierce your <laughs> uh, penis? No, absolutely not. I actually find it revolting. Like if I'm talking to a guy and he says he has his penis pierced, I'm like, all right, well, I'm out of here. What about women who have their clit pierced? I don't give a fuck what you pierced on there. Oh, that looks. I'm not that interested. Sounds like in it hurts. Tremendously. Um, Christina Aguilera had her clit pierced. Oh my god. Like, at least that's what she said years yeah. ago during her dirty era. That is dirty. Yeah. But they was. say <laughs> it makes sex feel better, but like, how? How? I don't know. Because I feel like it would like tug on it. It would be like, ah, ah. It would link up to a pube and yank it out. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like it. Ouch. Anyway, um, good for you, Kim Kardashian and your nipple bras. Um, I bet you make a lot of money. Who is buying this? I'm going to buy one. I'm going to buy one. Just glue a marble to your bra. (laughs) (laughs) That that actually is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, that could work too. You know, like those little decorative marbles that are missing half of the marble and it's just like kind of flat on one side. Boom. Boom. Done. Problem solved. (laughs) Done. That's hilarious. Um, I wonder what the nipples are made out of. Are like, they're a little piece of metal Probably um, latex. You could probably chew on it. Whatever's in there. Like an eraser. Um, chewy. I don't chew erasers, you guys. <laughs> it's so chewy. Like rubber. Anyway. Um, all right. So. Let's move on into back to Taylor Swift, who's officially a billionaire. Congratulations, Taylor. Let's take a shot to that. Taylor Swift being a billionaire. Good for her. She, you know, I have bashed Taylor Swift many a time on this podcast knowing that um, she is known in the industry as kind of a bitch but I will always say so much credit to her for the empire that she has built on her own there's nothing in my eyes there's nothing better than somebody especially a woman that has built an entire empire on themselves by themselves like share like beyonce although beyonce was in a group and then threw them to the side and then but that's in the past (laughs) um share madonna taylor swift britney spears chris i'll stop there (laughs) uh you know celine dion Um, They're calling her an economical phenomenon. Yeah. Because her heiress tour ranked in almost a million, a billion dollars. 900 million dollars. Can you imagine? Her and Beyonce. Together. Save the economy. And Barbie. Save the economy. Yeah. Those three. Yeah. They're titans. They're titans. And Taylor Swift is with the titans. Cheers to that. Tinkle. Tinkle. Oof. He must be so proud of her. I don't know, because you're telling me you believe it's fake. Well, I saw on Barstool on Instagram that uh, they were talking about Travis Kelsey's publicist and how there was something about a birthday and reposting. Real quick, I'm so sorry. I said before that Edgar Allan Poe wrote The Monkey's Paw. It wasn't Edgar Allan Poe. It was W.W. Jacobs. Just had to say that. (laughs) Continue. And back to <laughs> your regular programming. That's a Taylor's Swifts. So, um, the publicist apparently reposted a birthday post and put a clown emoji face over Taylor Swift's face, which 
caused a lot of people to go, what the fuck? And not only that, this publicist for Travis Kelsey worked for Scooter Braun, who's Taylor Swift's arch nemesis. Now, my thing is, that doesn't you could not like someone and still work, work for them. For them, but it's not it's not her publicist, it's Travis Kelsey's publicist. Yeah, he's probably pissed. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh girl, you might lose your job. <laughs> <laughs> or you never know. I mean, everyone's saying that she is putting together the biggest PR romance that we've ever seen. I, me and Megan had like a screaming match earlier about how this she, Taylor Swift doesn't need. I said I find it very coincidental that all of a sudden she's a billionaire and I think that it all coincides. I think she's trying to How win over the NFL. I think she's trying to, because she has no businesses either. She became a billionaire from her music only. Right. Good for her. But right. I'm just trying to say, I don't. I find it coincidental because that all of Megan, a sudden she became a billionaire since remember, she's- Remember, she's not just a singer, she's the songwriter. That's who gets the majority of the profits. I know. So she's getting performance profits, songwriting profits, whatever and endorsements then the movie, she has. She did the AMC deal, which was a hundred million dollars. That is a billion. Period. Yeah. Period. You know. Imagine I, I having a billion is, dollars. I know. I mean, but I don't want to do all that. I just want to get it from. The yeah, lottery. but I say eat the rich. That's what I think. I don't like billionaires. I mean, if I was a billionaire, I feel like I would donate a lot. Oh, of me stuff too. I would do a lot like for charity. I think you and I you both can't, would be. What are you going to do, gonna with, do all with all that money? money? Yeah, you have to be giving back, and I'm sure she does. I'll find something to do with that money, but I'll probably be dead in two years. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I um, I'm very much. I don't like rich people. Mm-mm, sorry, I said it. <laughs> I really hate them off with their heads. It's funny because we're I love like, the Kardashians. I um, know. Is that what you're gonna say? No. Yes, but no. But but if um, something like if the podcast took off, we'd be rich and we'd hang. Well, Megan would want to chop my head off. <laughs> well, no, we earn this money. It's different. The Taylor did too. No, I know, I know, I know. Kardashians did not. I'm not saying. I'm not, not, saying, I'm not saying off with their heads with Taylor Swift. She earned this money. Okay, she worked really, really hard her entire career. She sacrificed a lot. I'm saying that billionaires normally, typically, if you're a billionaire like Elon Musk, you're fucking people over for this money. You fucked over a lot of hardworking people for you to get this money. You fucked over a lot. And that's what I don't like. I'm a um, socialist. No, I'm like a socialist. Um, I'm a socialite. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Anyway. I just don't like people with a lot of money. I immediately judge them. Because Megan wants a lot of money. With, says Megan coming to a wedding with her vintage Chanel bag. Ugh, I hate people with money. Yeah, but it was a oh, gift. But... That was a gift. <laughs> that was a gift. Just saying. Um, all right. Uh, let's move on from Taylor Swift and Kim Kardashian's nipples to uh, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Needs to mind her damn business. Yeah, she's she's talking and making interviews saying that she thinks that her BFF, Taylor Swift, is moving a little too fast with Travis Kelsey. Mm, it's giving jealousy. Jealous much? Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. It's, it's giving... I'm jealous. Why yeah. are you saying that? Baby, I'm jealous. I, I honestly... Is that her song? 
No, that's uh, BB Rexa. Oh. I know, I know. We, we, we took, we take BB Rexa back. She got her throw, a phone thrown at her face. Oh, like, poor thing. It's fine. Like, at we, least we forgive you, and we got a refund. Known, at least she's known as the girl who had the phone thrown at her face, you say, and she started yeah. that trend of getting shit thrown at. Sarah. If you say BB Rexa, someone's like, "Who?" You say the one that got the phone thrown, thrown, thrown at her, her face. face. Oh, I, was, I love oh, her. Oh yeah, she does. She's my songs. favorite singer. <laughs> She does have an amazing voice. She's just a blah performer, you know. And it is what it is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's giving. I'm jealous. Jealous. Yikes. Yeah. Geez, Selena Gomez, you had your murderers in the building moment, season premiere. Enjoy you. You enjoyed that. But yeah, that's weird. Like, mind your business. You and Taylor are not BFFs anymore. There's no reason why I should be talking about her. Period. Especially her romance life, like shut you the didn't like door. it when your friend talked about the the kidney she gave you mm-hmm. and you went out partying. You didn't like that, right? So don't so talk. mind your own, your own business. Manjo B, Manjo B, Manjo B, Manjo B. Anywho, <laughs> I hate that song. Yeah, but it, it called for it. We were both on the same page. We looked like, at each other and no, Manjo B. Uh, all right, uh, Selena Gomez, goodbye. Uh, and Lizzo. The Lizzo update. Yeah. She went to court with 18 signatures from her employees that currently work for her saying that they have never witnessed her do anything that was abusive, I guess. Supposedly, one of the other background dancers said that those girls that went to the uh, banana strip club that yeah. had to eat bananas out of the vaginas, they said they were enjoying it the whole time. Yeah. The girls that are now suing Lizzo. They said the girls had a great time at that place. So they're lying through their teeth. They're they're trying to get Lizzo for some money. Yeah. So that's a shame. And good for Lizzo. I just hope that her career isn't tarnished just from this lawsuit already. I feel bad. I still am team Lizzo. Ugh, I hate to say Ryan, it. I, I, hate, I hate to say it. I don't know if she's going to be able to come back from this. I really, really hate to say it. But why? I just... It was... You you know, Lizzo being a big black woman and like being Powerful fat, and... But I'm just saying have like a being, voice. being fat okay. already. Yeah. Um, She was already walking on eggshells. The eggshells broke. <laughs> Stop. And, and I... We're drinking so <laughs> it sounds funny. But like that's what happened. Yeah. She was skating on thin ice. <laughs> she fell in the bottom. Sank <laughs> but, um, and it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> You're so bad. It's gonna be very hard to, to get back. her back to that place. Her fans will be there for her. The big Lizzo, Lizzo will never be what Lizzo was. I'm telling you right now. It's I'm, so. You know, I'm never wrong. You're not. She will never be what she was because this has tarnished her reputation so bad because all these people not just um overweight people not just black women but so many different people that felt that they were left out or marginalized in their life felt like they had a safe space with Lizzo and even though this may not be true it's, it's over. tainted. Yeah. yeah. Taint. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm-hmm. You know? It's and unfortunate. It, sucks, it breaks my heart for her. Because she worked so hard to get where she is. She's 35. Blah. She started her career late. I know. That doesn't happen. That's, that's like another us. thing. That's like us. There's not enough time. She started her career late. That's like getting canceled after five great years. You know what? You listen to a few of our episodes. We're on our way there already. We're on our way there. We're halfway there. <laughs> but. Now we keep it real. We're like the nurse in Britney's book. The real one. We are like the real ones. We'll but, say it how it is. And some people might not like it, but it is what it is. Yeah, we grew up in the 90s. How comedy was bringing people down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's funny to us. Still. <laughs> Facts, actually. Is that bad? <laughs> no. I mean, that's called comedy. you got to learn how to laugh at yourself or get out of the business. It's the same thing. Who was I? We were watching a video how somebody said, oh, they she understands old Hollywood. What were we watching? We were watching a, a TikTok today and somebody was saying that person understands old Hollywood. And I was like, 100%. New Hollywood is not the same. Yeah. Everyone's too sensitive, sensitive. now. Yeah. Anywho. So pathetic. So not funny, not entertaining. And not, it's not only that. Like, everyone's crying. Like, stop. Um, I can understand there's a certain point where you probably shouldn't say something. Especially when it comes to people that are marginalized, being killed, being attacked. If you can't relate to a certain target that you are hitting in any way, don't do it. But if you can relate... In any degree, then it's fine. It's free game. You're yeah. a comedian. We're comedians, I'd like to think. You know, our podcast is built off of comedy. Um, and entertainment news, too. It's something to talk about. It's an about. entertainment news comedy podcast. Yeah, but we try and be unfiltered on purpose just to be entertaining. But you got to learn how to laugh at everything. Yeah. If you can relate to it. I feel like in this day and age... In 2023, that's how comedy should be based off of. Not everything's off the table. It's ridiculous because nothing's funny. Right. Get and over when's it. the last time you've seen a really big, good, up-and-coming comedian? No. They're, they're very far and few between. Um, Mateo, um, I forget his last name. He's really big on TikTok. He's a gay guy. And a lot of his stuff is based off of gay uh, experiences and comedies, mm-hmm. uh, um, comedic situations. I don't know. I've, I don't know if you've seen it where he's like, "Oh, I was in a a volleyball team, and we call each other, we call ourselves Ursula's bitches." <laughs> no. Oh, so he's hilarious. You would love him. Really, send me a his TikTok. name is Mateo. Anyway, point is, I stand behind Lizzo. I stand behind her too. Because there is no solid proof that this happened. And, but I don't believe that her career will ever be the same. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, we are rooting for you, Lizzo. And that's why we keep giving these updates because we really want to know what the judge is going to say. Let me rephrase that. We stand behind Lizzo until proven guilty. Like any court system in America. Sure. Innocent Innocent until until proven proven guilty. guilty. Period. End of sentence. And now it's time for the closing entree, entree. You got a closing entree. I sure do. I know. Who is he? Uh, Okay. So, so a man was in a store in a mall pretending to be a mannequin (laughs) so that when the store closed, he could steal all the jewelry. Oh my God. Now, you know that as a kid going shopping with mommy, 
uh, the idea crossed your mind. Like, what if I just pretended to stand still and be a mannequin? 100%. I always thought that. I thought that, and I also hid in the round clothing racks. Oh, my God, where the racks were? (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, Right in the center. Right. And made your mom freak out. Where is he? 100%. That was the best. Now, he got caught. He was waiting until the store closed. I wonder what his pose was. His pose? Oh, it was, he was holding a bag. Stop. Yeah. Your arm would get tired. Yeah. So he was standing there holding a bag until... I wonder if he thought about it before. Like, how he, I Until the store closed. When the store closed, he tried to steal all the jewelry and got caught because the gate was closing. He was trying to escape and the gate closed on him. Oh my God. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Blew it. I know. I would have waited. I would have waited until the morning. Yeah. Honestly. And then I ran out the door. Ran out the door. As soon as they opened, I would have hid it. I would have hid. Where it's located. They're getting their coffee in the morning. And I would have ran Done. Done. Period. He did that wrong. Yeah. Man, we should have been wrong. We should have made a new Ocean's Eleven. So yeah, he got caught. That sucks. We didn't even get the jewelry. Fuck. Whack. Man. Okay. Now I got a closing entree and it kind of ties into last week's episode with the vomit fee. Oh, yes. Where if you go to like a bottomless mimosa brunch place and you throw up on their floor, they're going to charge you $50 because you're intoxicated and you can't hold your liquor. Right. Um, As Isaiah says, taking a shot right now. (laughs) But this new fee in Georgia is a, quote, an inability to parent, unquote, your child. So when your children are screaming and it's upsetting the customers, you're going to be charged a $50 fee. But then now it's a problem. What do you mean? Now now they want you to scream at your child. Now they want you to... Because then they'll make more money. No, no, I'm saying like... They're charging you because your ch- children are not, are not parented correctly. Mm-hmm. But now they don't... But people are like, oh, you can't scream at your child. But when you're in a restaurant, they want you to be like, hey, shut the fuck up, kid! <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Shake him like a British nanny. No. <laughs> Stop. Shake him like a British nanny. Nanny 911. Yeah, I, I better see that brain wiggling in your skull. <laughs> okay, Jamie Spears doing that to little Britney. Stop. Oh, he, no. Oh. He didn't do that. Well, if your fucking child is in a restaurant and I'm in there and it's screaming and crying, you better shake it like a martini. <laughs> And on that note, deuces! Whistle while you're twerking.